Hey, this is Rob G from Masa for the Raza. I got Jonathan Rome in the casa. How you doing? I'm 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 great. Yeah, we're great. At, we're right here at Natividad Park. This is actually part two. We had to do a retake because uh, there was a little girl with a, a bicycle with training wheels. You know, I didn't want to kill it for her because she was on a roll. So we had to move in a little uh, another little spot here in Natividad Park. But uh, we're actually behind the community garden where. Do you know who, uh, who got this started? I'm not sure. I met I met the people who did. Uh, yeah. One day when I was taking pictures, I, I was uh, taking pictures of the garden, and, and I ran into them, and I talked to them for a little, but it just seemed like a mom and daughter kind of thing. I didn't. Yeah. I don't know who. It's pretty cool. They have one here, and now they have one in Central Park also. I'm actually, I think that's the lady that's actually giving a little tour too. So, uh, But anyways, we're talking about you. Focus on you today. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're just getting out of high school. You're a senior, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm and I've been doing this film thing for about about five years, ever since seventh grade. Seventh grade, and uh, uh, here we go again. How how did you start? Or how were you inspired? <laughs> yeah. um, no, I went to, went to the movies a lot with my grandfather. Went to Maya Cinemas a lot. You know, saw a whole bunch of movies. Obviously, I was a big influence. But I think the real turning point was John Hughes' The Breakfast Club. Mm-hmm. Love that movie. Um, and I was right at that age where that movie started applying to me. So it was like. The movie was voicing something that that I didn't want to voice myself because I was too scared, and um, and I realized that's the power that film holds, and and uh, I, I wanted to to pursue that. Is it the part where it's every single uh, student had a different personality, or they were different? I guess you could say, but they were all kind of intertwined yeah. with each other like kind of cool with each other at the yeah yeah or, what influenced you on that movie you know like i mean that's exactly what it was is the different personalities and si- kind of seeing that clashing and you know i was about i was like again i started seventh grade so i was still a little lost and i knew high school was coming up and i was like oh man is this what high school's like back then i identified more with like that nerd character cause, mm-hmm. you know that that kind of outcasted character and um but now, you know, going through it, I find myself in, a, in almost all of these characters. And, and um, that, that's just the kind of power that film had and held with me, you know, all these years. What was your first, like, tool or first... Were you taking pictures? Were you stealing your parents' yeah. motor, you know, camera? <laughs> um, you know, not as exciting as, like, Steven Spielberg with his dad's Super 8 camera. I had my 3DS... And um, I had no one to make these films with, so I just kind of I had little Lego guys that did stop motion things because you could do that on the 3ds. Dude, that took that must have took forever. Man. <laughs> it took forever, but I loved it, and and I got to make the movies in 3D. It was it was nice. I got to export them or whatever. Yeah. Um, then I I got an iPhone, and and that kind of started led to me making these stupid YouTube skits, you know, with my friends, you know, yeah. eighth grade Johnny's immature humor and and mm-hmm. horrible language and and whatever, and posting that on YouTube. Um, and then, you know, eventually it developed into a camera and, and um, more cameras and more cameras. I'm trying to purchase a camera to do these little skits. And, uh, oh, my gosh, it's a it's a head spin, man. It is. It is. It's a head spin because it's really like exactly what particular thing you're doing. You know, uh-huh. you can't just it's not they're not like really an all for one kind of a, a, a ordeal. What I'm learning, you know, unless you. 
I don't know, spend $20,000 on a yeah, red, I know, it's crazy. <laughs> red camera. What did they call those reds? The reds. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Um, well, my camera history, I mean, again, started with 3DS, went up to like a, a small little camcorder. Yeah. And then, um, you know, uh, I, I spent a couple hundred on, on a very... Uh, on a Canon PowerShot, which is like, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a decent camera for yeah. anything you want to do. Uh, but where my camera started kind of getting more expensive, I was actually really blessed to have met um, the guy who executively produces all my films, who he funds all my movies. Um, his name is Robert Ellison, and he's a, he's a local photographer. He lives in San Juan Batista. And um, when I first met him, he lent me a camera to make a short film on. Um, and eventually he ended up buying me my first camera and saying, look, you know how to pay me back? You just make great movies and that's how you're going to pay me back. Wow. Yeah. And then, um, you know, conflicts happened. That camera ended up getting lost. Uh, I got another camera for my money and then that camera got stolen from my house. Yeah. And then he, he provided another camera. He gave me one of his older cameras and that's the camera that I, I use to this day. Um, I've used for about a year now, a year and a half, but no, he's just completely amazing person. He, he opened up his heart and his wallet and just kind of funded me because he said he saw something in me and, and that I would be able to go places. And, oh, props to yeah. you. Yeah, and that's the biggest compliment you can give him is actually doing something. Mm-hmm. You know, he invested on you and you're actually, you know, you're actually doing what you said you were going to be doing. Mm-hmm. So, you so you have a various little skits. Uh, the latest one that uh, I seen was that stupidly happy. Uh-huh. You know, did you have any before that? Before we start talking into that, yeah, I did. Um, well, kind of the timeline for what it was was uh, 2012 to 2013. I was doing my stop motion stuff, and then. Um, 2013 to 2015 was these stupid YouTube skits. And I call them stupid YouTube skits because, you know, they were no script. It was just yeah. my friends and I hanging out doing stupid, like, how to kill spiders and whatnot. Yeah. Like, just, just dumb stuff. Yeah. And then um, in 2015, I made my film, my short film, Brise, which is a dance film. It was a very serious film. And that's when I started making scripted short films that were more dramatic that I could focus more on elements and uh, really take myself seriously. Um, so 2015 and 2017, I made a bunch of short films. Um, some of them, you know, acclaimed. I was featured at a Wattsville Film Festival, Carmel Film Festival. Oh, wow. Yeah, um, you know, got to meet some heavy hitters in the film industry, which was nice. And um, you get is my this, film shown there, you know. Is this where, because also I've seen, uh, you posted up on the, uh, the 2018 Civic Entertainment Award that you won. Yes. Best Director. Yeah. Damn, um, dude. No, yeah, no, we were nominated for 14 of those awards for uh, the feature film that we're going to talk about later, okay. um, The Hunt and Hunted. Um, and that was, uh, the Civic Entertainment Awards were basically the student feature film awards uh, based on the production company that's distributing my film in L.A. So we're going to have one screening of my feature film down in, in Whittier by L.A. Um, and the production company, Bad Corner Entertainment, they're, they're going to be funding that. And um, they take wow. their movies and they do awards for, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's just for the students. And, you know, that's, that is, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Blessed to meet these people. So... What high school you're hitting right now? You're at right now. I'm currently at Everett Alvarez High Everett, School. Alvarez school. Yeah. You're going to be graduating from there. Mm-hmm. Where do you go from there? Or where do you? Where do you? Uh... Uh, well, I'm I'm heading off to LA. There's a film school, Columbia College Hollywood. I got accepted into. Oh, yeah. Right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna head up there, and um and I mean from there, it's just make films. It doesn't matter if I went to film school or not. If I, you know, if I just didn't go to college at all, as long as I was making films, I'd be fine. Yeah, you know. Right now, you're pretty much uh, what I say, YouTube University. How you kind of learn your shots and angles and yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Um, I did go to that arts and technology school, Millennium Charter High School, which um, Ooh, was really, yeah. really awesome. I went there for my freshman, sophomore year, and they exposed me to a lot of people, a lot of films. Um, that was my creative renaissance was when I was producing short films like every other week. I am so and, um, jealous yeah. with that school. I've seen uh, when you were there, I don't know if they have the green screens. They have- yeah, no, we got a full access to everything, <sighs> oh man. And it, it was absolutely beautiful and the teachers were really supportive mm. um the principals were, were great i mean like i got to make the films i wanted to make and i got i got to practice that craft but I, i i did start everything off with youtube youtube was was what taught me you know yeah, that, all, all yeah. the tips and tricks and um and millennium gave me a place to practice that with as much equipment as i could jumping on that because i wanted to talk about that the filming because mm-hmm. now that i've been uh exploring doing the podcast now doing small little skits just doing little flyers just just learning the whole process uh-huh. of it it is not an easy thing no no it really it isn't. is not an easy thing and this is one of the things i want to talk about and i want to pick your brain out because you've done a lot of skits you've uh, a lot of trials and errors i'm pretty sure mm-hmm. i know there's a lot of hard things but what was one of the biggest things uh that you had to uh, learn how to accomplish i guess you could say Was it the filming? Was it the angles? Was it the, you know, trying to get a cast? Mm-hmm. Or was it the audio? Uh, you know, I mean, it's always going to be a combination of all those things. Yeah. And um, really, I, I think it was the motivation because you got to stay motivated the entire time. And, and when, you, when you hit those walls and you, you have people who are like, oh, what the heck was that? You know, it, it really discourages you. But mm-hmm. if you, it, it really, it's cliche, but if you really do keep doing it, no matter what, eventually you do get better. And, um, and I mean, if you were to take, you know my first film and then take stupidly happy and compare them you'd see exactly where the growth is mm-hmm. not only in what i was writing you know as as you could tell i matured in those years but um but just just the cinematography and stuff um so yeah like it's everything was a challenge at one point but everything was o- an overcome challenge at yeah. one point too so it's that emotional roller coaster <laughs> yeah no it, it was stressful sometimes mm-hmm. man i'll tell you that yeah yeah that's cool that's cool so Now let's jump into the movie. A mm-hmm. movie. The movie movie. Yeah. The movie movie. Wow. Yeah. The Hunt and the Hunted. How, how, did that, I, how did that happen? Of course, the simple questions. Yeah. Um, well, you know, I had been wanting to make my first feature film since 2015, since those stupid YouTube skits. Um, and I realized, like, I wasn't the most experienced at the time. I, I You know, I, I didn't have the, the best of the best or anything. Um, but I had tried to make my first feature film for so many years because, I you know, I read about how Steven Spielberg, he made his first feature film when he was a junior in high school, uh, put it in his local movie theater. Um, it was bad, and then he remade it into Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> so I was like, oh, I have to make my first feature film before my junior year. Didn't happen. I had many attempts. But um, as far as The Hunt and Hunt and how that started, it started out as a script called What Everyone Says About High School. And I, I wrote that script in 2015. I cast it in 2016. We were going to make it and completely fell through. Um, and uh, it was because I got a job and stuff and I, I, I didn't, you know, uh, have everything in place at the yeah. time. So then I tried again in uh, early 2017. I got it recasted, rewritten. And again, it fell through um, for different reasons. But I was like, you know what? This is my senior year. I want this to be my last go, at, my last hurrah as a high school filmmaker. 
Um, so I rewrote the script entirely. I took out characters. I added new characters. I, I restructured the plot, and now I and I changed the title. Now it's the Hunt and Hunted, and um, I recasted it. And we actually did it. We made it. And um, that's really awesome. I, I, so I rewrote the script from August to October, uh, shot from November to February, and I'm currently editing it for our May release. Oh, so you're still in the, the editing? Yeah. Oh, man. How, yeah. uh, how far? You know, um, I'm, I'm tracking really well. It's a 75-minute it's a film. Um, so, you know, and, and, you know, with all the audio and stuff, some of us talk really loud. Some of us talk really softly. So, you know, we had... Okay. It's, I, it's, I, I wanted to... Yeah. You, to say the audio was one of the hardest things yeah. because to me i think that is it's it's an art it's not it's just like it's, the yeah. angle <laughs> the type of mic you need yeah and, and the performance you and, know the performance was a big thing our mm-hmm. lead actor uh bless his soul he's he's a great person and, and he's a great actor and, and stuff Soft he talk talks really quietly I, I, and compared to me because i'm his co-star mm-hmm. and we have a lot of scenes together i talk very loudly and um and so and the, you guys are working off a of boom mic we're working off one boom mic, one yeah, boom and we gotta, oh my you know, gosh. we gotta move it back and forth sometimes. You know, other times we just have the mic sitting over here, and we just gotta talk and try our best. Um, so yeah, audio was definitely a big thing I learned with this film. Was kind of, you know, I, I've dealt with audio problems before, but this film specifically, getting every line right because it's such a talky movie. Like every line had to sound correct and and um, and stuff. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah, that's ah, uh, yeah. I, I, I honestly, I think that's one of the biggest. I'm till this day, I'm still <laughs> learning, and I really commend you for that because you know I'm doing a 15 minute bit. Yeah, <laughs> 15 minute bit. I'm gonna tell you guys, and this is what I want to kind of share is, just, you know, the 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 behind the scenes. Uh, it seems like every minute for me, it takes about at least 30 minutes to edit something now, or it just to make sure it. The volume, the level, I mean, the whole works. So something like this that we're recording, it might just take the whole week just for I can clean it up. That, that's why I, sometimes it is like an emotional roller because like, ah, do I really want to do this? Like, oh, yeah. do I want to I record, but ah, I just don't want to edit. Like, I don't want to <laughs> deal with the editing thing. So as much as you try to get as, uh, you know, equipment and stuff, yes, it's great to have equipment, but no matter what, you're always going to have to go and uh, do the post-production, I guess, and and do that yeah. boring, long, hard work. It's a lonely road. It's a yeah. lo- editing is a lonely road. Yeah, and sometimes you just gotta walk out, get a fresh, you know. Oh just, man, yeah. Just go outside, go back in, start again. Yeah. But as much as you can see YouTube's and all this, it really is that you have to get your hands, you know, dirty, and you uh-huh. really have to go in and whatever shot you're doing or whatever you just have to practice so mm-hmm. I, that's pretty cool man yeah jumping off of that actually i remember like as soon as we finished the movie because what we would do is we would shoot the movie i would take the footage home i would edit it into a scene and then just kind of stack the movie on top of each other i remember as soon as we finished that weekend i was in san francisco i was like i'm not gonna touch this movie right now i'm really just like it was so strenuous i was like i'm going to san francisco i'm gonna cool off clear my mind and uh and yeah <laughs> yeah because you're kind of like i'm done with it yeah i'm like I'm, let me give me a couple awesome weeks, please, but i'm yeah. done with give it me some I need weeks. let me yeah. yeah so the second thing that i, I i'm i'm experiencing i want to see how it is for you is light light is wow i never Ooh, yeah. understand how powerful you need light 
it, the angles, the yeah. outdoor light, it, you know, that's probably the most powerful and cheapest way to go. But even that, you but can you still... But you get those bad shadows the, those sometimes. Yeah. Bad, hard shadows. You got to get the angles right. And then, yeah. you know, like the backgrounds might not look as good as some other backgrounds, but yeah. you have to risk it. You know, do you want a pretty background or do you want the lighting to be good? Um, no, big, huge issue. Like even now, I still haven't mastered lighting. Like you, you watch all my short films. There's some films where I utilize light very well. And I think for those who will watch The Hunt and Hunted, you'll see where where the light was utilized but we didn't use any light structures um so i know what three-point lighting is i know i know the front um the this the head i'm my film teacher is going to kill me for not knowing the actual names yeah, of it isn't it with yeah. the top and the sides you can yeah, 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 yeah yeah those uh the three-point lighting i know that structure i know how to use it we didn't use any of that for this film we used the natural room lights we used sunlight and we used yeah uh, uh, reflectors yeah every, uh, no actually we had a reflector to use um, but <laughs> I kept forgetting it at my house and I just, oh, I never brought it. Um, so there are some times where the lighting is an issue. There are other times where you could see we, we actually had some decent lighting. I mean, we have a whole scene set in a theater, so we had full control of lighting and it oh, was nice. beautiful. Um, but yeah, so lighting is a huge issue even, even now, you know, um, and doing stupidly happy was a, was a big one cause we had to get that ending with the sunset. Mm, that whole sunset that was really hard to shoot because we only got the sunset for about 15 minutes but it took about 40 to actually film the whole ending oh, wow. um so most of it's just color correction i, I brightened up the yeah. thing in in editing and then i i clicked the sky and i was like i'm gonna make the sky pink you know yeah so yeah it's a lot of post-production mm-hmm. oh man N- another thing now it's also mm-hmm. the actual shot to be more specific is it the film cut is that what the, the, the uh, term of it no angles angles shots angles. i mean like yeah yeah you know well just kind camera of work you know you know like the what is it we got cross devolve the, yeah, yeah the j cut the l cuts you know you know what that's like is? those yeah yeah, yeah so when you're blending the, the, and stuff. the, the voice and mm-hmm. everything like that are you playing with that or are you just kind of straight cuts well, I mean, like, so I, my cinematography has always been one of my most noticeable achievements in my films. A lot of people commend my cinematography highly. Um, they say my camera work is is really um, spot on because um, I, I utilize the three point or the the yeah the, the, yeah, yeah. the three. Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh! Yeah. I can't believe I'm blanking on this right now because like <laughs> I practice in all my films, but um, but that that kind of thing, J cuts and L cuts, I don't focus on as much. Yeah. Um, but I will say that. One thing I heard in this interview once was, um, you know, there are two types of directors. You have the director who's editing on set and the director who doesn't care about editing on set. They're just waiting for the cutting room. I'm the kind of director who edits on set. So when I I, I'll, I will film something, I will count beats in my head and I will make sure that that cut goes perfectly with the next shot. And oh, I, I make sure to, to edit, edit it. it yeah. so, so much. So then when I get in the editing room, I just put them together and then it, it comes out a, a lot uh better than you know doing it willy-nilly kind of oh, way. i wow. like having my things very structured and, and organized since i am the one who does the you know the directing and yeah. the camera work and the editing um you know I, I like to make sure everything's perfect what else can we talk about well let's talk about the the movie itself the mm-hmm. hunt and hunted okay so so you posted up the okay it says this coming of age drama two teenagers question their belief relationships and sexualities find themselves before graduating uh Without giving too much of it, like, yeah, what's it about? What's it about? <laughs> what's it about? You got, um, you know, I, I will expose as much as the trailer exposes. Uh, so you have two characters that are best friends. One, um, is this very reserved, shy person, um, who's a closeted gay, mm-hmm. and the other, uh, played by me, is a really egotistical, big personality person that doesn't 
want to be in a relationship. He just kind of wants to you know, be like a horn dog. Sleep, yeah, yeah, horn dog. Sleep around <laughs> a little, and um, all that you know, all that changes when he meets uh, he meets a girl who um, doesn't want that. Yeah, and you know, um, and then. Logan, the the closeted gay character, he's he's conflicted because he's afraid that if he comes out, he's going to lose his best friend, and mm-hmm. if he loses his best friend, he's not going to have anyone. Um, so he he kind of goes agrees to go on this date with a girl, and that it, it just chaos ensues. You know, yeah. it's the chaos of high school, it's the chaos of finding yourself, um, and and uh, that's just what I really wanted to explore with this movie is that that idea of finding yourself in high school because you know you never actually do find yourself in high school you find as much of yourself as you can and then you go to adulthood and you learn new things and you never stop finding yourself until you're dead and um that's kind of something i wanted to really touch on with this film you know all right cool cool besides this you're a photographer i guess yeah more or less yeah a poet Uh he says author and all that So, so you do poetry I do. I did. Um, I've been doing poetry since 2016, and uh, like I guess the the way I, I kind of got into that was um, my mom. She pulled me out of Millennium Charter High School, put me at Alvarez. Uh, she wasn't very supportive of, of the art thing, and um, and so I went to Alvarez, and I was so mad. I was like, oh, I can't make films now. Like, what the heck? Yeah. And I was kind of using that as an excuse to not make films. And then my teacher, Mr. Hedgepeth. Uh, my English teacher, he he gives us these optional assignments, extra 10 points a week to do something creative. And I did poetry, and I started doing poetry. Performed my first poem in front of the class. They loved it. I just kept doing it, and eventually I made, like, albums or whatever of my poetry. Oh, wow. uh, I did a poetry comp- the local poetry competition for teenagers. Uh, my first year doing it... Do you do the one um, in, up in Steinbeck? I know they had, they had um, one. No, I do the one at Salinas High. Oh, Salinas High. Yeah, and uh, I know my, my first year I did it, I got first place, or second place. And then my second time that I did it, I got first place. Oh, um, and then... Uh, third time i did it, i i didn't place at all and then fourth time i did it i got second place again um and that was that was back in march of this year uh so yeah no this poetry thing it's it and that's kind of been a ride in itself mm-hmm. you know um doing the albums and stuff was okay it was it was fun it's, it's a nice little hobby writing and and i like writing a lot i think um, that's a big thing if uh-huh. you know if you love writing you do write that's yeah i, I think it goes Hundred percent well when when it comes to filmmaking because uh-huh. you got to do a lot yeah. of writing. You yeah, you got to do a lot of. It's see poetry is a lot of like introspective kind of stuff and analyzing and it's it's with poetry you you've got to get your point across in as few words as possible and in film you got to get your point across in as few words as possible otherwise you have this this really convoluted movie. Um, so it, it was really good practice and it was something I was able to bring to my newer films. Yeah, um, when I was doing this poetry thing. But uh, but yeah, the poetry kind of got also uh, got me into uh, I I I was a keynote speaker at the Dr. Oscar F. Loy Elementary graduation or promotion ceremony um, where I did one of my poems, one of my the poem I won first place for March of 2017. Um, I was a keynote performer at uh, at West End Celebration. I was asked to do a, a performance at Seclovia Salinas, which sadly I didn't get to go to, um, and also the AIM Mental Health Rally in Monterey, which I also didn't get to go to, <laughs> sadly. But um, I got to do those. I got to publish my, my poetry books, and um, it was just a nice little detour from film. I think I did need to jump off a little, you know, and uh, and kind of take a break. And then when I went back, I was more mature. I was more experienced. So, so nice. we, you say you publish and you do all this. Okay, this is one of the things that I see people where it's kind of a kind of a standstill as far as you know they got this if it's music if it's photography it's whatever it is it seems like 
they, they know how to do it, but they don't know how to take it to that next level or mm-hmm. even how to publish it. Or even you say you, you got it, uh, you know, the films and you got them. Um, uh, these film festivals. Yeah, yeah. You know, the film festivals and all this. Like, how? Like, where, where, do, you, where do you, do you just kind of explore or does uh-huh. the school help out or? You know, I mean. You just find the right people or? <laughs> yeah, my, no, my teacher, Mr. Hedgepeth, that English teacher, he, he kind of, he was talking to me about letter of recommendations this year. And he said the best way to describe me is someone who doesn't let anything stand in his way. If he knows what he wants and he's going to do anything he can to get that. Um, Google's a big friend of mine, uh, especially when it came to the book thing, publishing books. Uh, I used Lulu.com, which I found on Google. I actually typed it on, I typed my books on Celentra.com. I buy the PDF for 14 bucks. I publish it on Lulu and then Lulu puts it on Amazon. Oh, yeah. And wow. then, um, and then I get revenue from that. Uh, so that that's you know it's it and and like the movie finding all these people it's it's just branding and I'm a really talkative person I like talking to people. Um, Robert Ellison was a huge help in funding my books and stuff, and he helped fund obviously fund my films and and kind of get me these places. The film festivals uh, were just mutual connections. I knew people they saw my films and they said, "Hey, we want to put you in this film festival, and we want you we want to show this film you know oh, okay. we want to show this five minute short film about three girls talking about their menstruation <laughs> to a bunch of 80 year old women and <laughs> and we want you there listening to them all laugh and it, it's it and which was a is a true thing and um i don't know it's just you know I, a lot of people get derailed they get um they kind of get derailed from their creativity because i don't know maybe they're told they can't do it maybe by themselves maybe by their family maybe by some other people in their lives um i just never let that get in the way there were people my mom was a huge obstacle for me yeah. and getting a lot of this stuff done but the thing is is i had she had so different many, uh pers- like yeah she, she had she, she, she had wanted something idea of how she wanted idea. me oh, okay yeah. i got you she wanted me to 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 not do the creative thing she she just honestly um you know i uh, we we never got along and now i'm 18 yeah. i don't live with her anymore we don't talk to each other anymore oh okay yeah so uh unfortunately that relationship as of right now is kind of on a hold yeah but um but I, I I was able to surround myself with people like Robert, like my amazing teachers at Millennium, like the creative students at Millennium, um, who just always wanted the best for me and always were my fans. They, they you know they are my fans. Before if I do get big and famous, they're still my main fans. Is uh, the people who have been supporting me so many years. My grandma, my grandpa, you know, just yeah. always being there for me, driving me anywhere you know I needed to go. I mean they they. Just all these people combined kind of overpowered all the other people who were saying, hey, stop, you know? Yeah. Um, and you know what? A lot of times it's because of the unknown. And yeah. it's, uh, you know, I I get a lot of crap for doing this. What are you doing? You're stupid. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, that. You always get that negativity, especially here. That it, it, it It's very saturated. Unfortunately, you know, uh, when I moved here in Salinas, that there, there is that saturation of negativity, which hopefully it, more and more, especially, uh, gosh, I, I hate saying this because I, I, it just seems like I'm older and older. Mm-hmm. But your generation <laughs> is 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 changing that you know is really changing that doing movies like this mm-hmm. going out doing poetry doing uh yeah just the arts and just moving forward and i can i really really support that i really mm-hmm. love that um and that's why i'm asking like because i do see people that are at that point that they're they have something but they don't know where to go from there mm-hmm. that extra step and stuff so yeah, yeah. it's it's believing in yourself and finding yeah. the right people and just always doing it and if you know you're doing something that makes you happy then you're fine i'm a very liberal person i believe if it makes you happy you do what makes you happy um 
that's it you know yeah that, that's the bottom line it's if it makes you happy you do it and you do it no matter what you know i i yeah i'm not like the richest person in the world i come from a city that is like the ninth most dangerous city in california yeah. um a city that isn't you know typically known for for its art and i'm here creating and i meet these creative individuals every single day like like you like mm. kids at my school the millennium kids like they have things to put out there yeah and um and i try to help as much as i can there are people i do music videos for a lot of local artists that i really like um i i've um i've talked to people about organizing art shows and stuff because i don't i mean our generation is super creative we have a lot of yes, opinions we have a yes. lot of, of voices to be heard and uh we can pursue these voices with our art the next step is getting it out there yeah and um and it, it really it's it's belief and it's it's communications and it's happiness and that's that's the core of everything that's the key right there is like if you really do love what you're doing then just do it people listen don't mm-hmm. listen and honestly i think a lot of times it's just really as human beings you know especially in this day of age that it's so easy to just swipe to the next thing mm-hmm. and not have that full attention so just mm-hmm. do it man do it <laughs> yeah just do it no yeah i mean like you know in, in a generation that's so add and always looking for the next thing yeah um most of the people who uh reciprocate hate or who, who will give hate on on um artistic things are are people who who just don't listen like the way that you know that yeah. you would want someone to listen and um and that's fine if they're not going to listen to you then then don't listen to them, you know? Don't give them the same attention that they're not giving you. There you go. You know? Um, and, uh, you know, like, the people who do listen, the people who do love your work, I and I, I learned this fairly recently, actually, this the people who will love your work and who will always support you like that, they're listening. And, you know, and that's that's all that matters. Yeah. You know? I could get 100 views on a video instead of 1,000, and if that 100 views is 100 people who are like you you know, who who are loving what I'm doing, yeah. who are listening to it, who are taking something, who are saying, you know, I-, I need help with a film or whatever. Can you help me? And I'm like, yeah, because you're listening. You're yeah. you're there. You're present. And um, and that's that's just like a huge thing that I look for, especially in the people in my social circles. Cool, cool, cool. Like that. The hunted and the hunted. So I'm seeing Tristian, mm-hmm. Jonathan, which yeah. is you. Yeah. Uh, Mara? Mara. Mara Salinas. Mm-hmm. Kazi? Am I saying it Kazi right? Medina. Yes. Kazi Medina and... Jaslyn? Jaslyn's uh, Rose. Jaslyn Jaslyn Rose. Rose. How did you uh, find this cast? Is this group of friends? Yeah, no. um, So in the casting process for The Hunt and Hunted, um, I kind of had to... I didn't get to do auditions or anything. It was like oh, you just, didn't have just like talking a, to people. I didn't you do didn't that. Have like a mon- like, yeah. What do they call those montages? Though? The, yeah, the, of, of the auditions <laughs> coming in. No, coming. I didn't. Unfortunately, no. <laughs> um, no, I, it was like, it was mainly just, you know, I needed people who would be there, who would, you know, be willing to, to give up part of their, their lives to help me out with this thing, you know, for, for nothing. Like, basically, just community hours. Mm-hmm. Um, Jaslyn had always been attached to the film. She was always going to play Rebecca. Um, when we did what everyone says about high school, uh, the second time when we started doing it she was going to play rebecca then hunt and hunt came around she still was going to play rebecca um so that's how i knew jaslyn um mara i'd known since elementary school we didn't really talk till this happened i posted on on instagram on snapchat i was like i need actors and she was like big role or small role give it to me i'll take it and she's just a fantastic person to work with just in general and she's got such a great taste in music and uh just a great presence to be around um so i was like of course like come come be this character you know um then of course uh we have tristan um tristan 
I was just having so much trouble finding the main character, Logan. Is this quiet, introverted kid? Um, on Snapchat, I saw him in the background, and I was like, "Hey, who's that kid?" And he was in the play, and I was like, "Oh, he's an actor. Who's that kid?" And uh, <laughs> and you know, they told me the name. I went to rehearsal one day. I said, "Hey, you want to be in my movie?" He was like, "Yeah, yeah." And then um and then he brought Kazi on. I, he he invited Kazi to do it, and Kazi fit her character so perfectly. I couldn't have asked for a better um person to play her character. Um and then as far as me casting myself as uh, the other lead yeah. male, um. It was not supposed to be me. It was supposed to be my friend Dylan Allen, who's just this really great friend of mine, always been there for me. But he had too many conflictions. So um, when he dropped a week before filming, I was like, oh, crap, Like I need to find a new person. And then I was reading the script again, and I realized how much... Like, I put myself into all these characters, all their conflicts. How much of a horn dog you were... No, no, exactly. I, uh, I, I, um, I took... Like pieces of me, and I put them in each of the characters. But Hunter is this character that lives this big personality life with his schoolmates. But when he gets home, and there are some scenes in this movie that that really touch on the fact that he is not happy yeah. with himself sometimes, and he's not happy with what he's doing. But he can't stop doing it because he's scared that people won't appreciate yeah, him anymore. Yeah, he's throwing this big show. Yeah, he's throwing on this big show, and I related to that so much. And I was like, no, I need to play this character. Yeah. So I did play the character, and um, there was that struggle of you know I wanted to be behind the camera, but I was also in front of the camera, yeah. um, but you know it worked out in the end. Yeah, well, that's a, that's a lot of shoes you got to. I mean, a lot of shoes. Yeah. But you know what? A big help, Romano Mihangos, which her name, his name isn't on the poster, but he is this incredible, incredible uh, human being, just kind, soulful, and he gave up like so much time, so much schoolwork, just to come and hang out with me and, and make this movie. Uh, he was our assistant director. Well, if he doesn't graduate, and, uh, it's your fault. You know that. No, no, no. <laughs> no they're, all, they're all sophomores, actually. Me, oh, Jaslyn, wow. and Mara are seniors, and then everyone else is a sophomore. Wow. But uh, are they all going to uh, the same school? Alvarez, or? yeah. So, oh, Which all... was perfect, because oh, we, we cool. shot most of the film at the school. So we just it was literally like after school, hey guys, let's meet up, work from 310 to 530, and then we're off. You know? I see you also had like a, a teacher on the, in, in the trailer. Is, uh-huh. is that actually a teacher? or is that no that was um okay so <laughs> again one of the original castmates for whatever it says about high school was greg o'malley he was supposed to play the teacher of mr anderson when the hunted hunted started rolling around we changed the teacher's name to mr fellini and we were gonna still cast that greg o'malley and he he said you know he said he would do it but then a couple weeks before production life got really busy for him he asked if we could reschedule i said i don't know i don't think we can um so i posted up a casting call and uh patrick krupski who's the one who ends up playing mr fellini in the film uh he responded and um uh you know i wish it were i i do wish it were greg you know i i like greg and and he's he's agreed to be in this film for two years yeah. in the making well it seems like you're gonna and, have you know, any you're gonna have probably yeah. more so yeah no and, and i told <laughs> him like i want you, i want you in my next award-winning short film like i i you know um so yeah that's you know but i i was just absolutely incredibly blessed to have uh you know this cast and this this cast of people romano our assistant director sonia uh who's our sound person just a, a extremely fun person to be around Jackie, who was basically every other production assistant who always ate all her food, like she, <laughs> like they, you couldn't ask for better people to make movies with. And and when I go on and when I continue making these feature films, I'm never gonna have a cast or crew like this one. I could be working with Johnny Depp and um, I don't know whatever big producers are out there. I could be working <laughs> with with Steven Spielberg as his like coffee guy. I will never be part of a crew or cast as important to me as this one. Oh man, yeah. 
Oh, that that must have been a, a tearjerker after <laughs> when you realized it was. No, yeah, <laughs> I was like, uh, no, I remember like because we took a break after filming, you know, about about four weeks. Yeah, we took a break, and then I was like, okay, let's do reshoots. Our first day back doing reshoots, we were having so much fun, and we were like, oh gosh, we missed this. And yeah. uh, now I think we're all happy. It's kind of over. Tristan got to cut his hair. I got to cut my hair. Like finally, <laughs> um, we all got to hit. You know, we all. Mara Mar- gets so, to dye her hair now. Like it's it works out perfectly. <laughs> all right. So anybody else that you want to give kind of props to uh, making this movie? It's- making this movie. Yeah. Um, Jeremiah Carbajal from Bad Corner Entertainment helping me out. You know, getting it distributed in L.A. That this is a big one. My grandma and grandpa driving, letting us film at their house. Uh, the school. Yes, the school. Uh, Mr. Rose, my film teacher, for donating the equipment um, and, uh, and you know, being able to email my mom and say, oh, this is a school project, so, you know, he needs to do this. <laughs> uh, Mr. Fleming for being really supportive of it. That's the principal. Um, I mean, I will say they don't know all know the content of yeah. it. We do have some language in there. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I think they're, they're really happy that something this big is happening among the students and uh so props to them and of course robert ellison um though he didn't he didn't fund much of this film as as much as other films i mean this film is dedicated to him and all he's done for me and like bless that guy like i owe him so much and and he's asking for so little for me there you go robert if you're listening man no he's gonna be listening much props to you he always says he always says like i always send him something like uh it's it'll be uh some uh, me talking about something or a table read or something and i'll be talking to the cast i'll be talking about the cast and he'll always be like so where does it say that i'm a genius and a great person (laughs) like (laughs) so he's going to hear this because this is the the first all right so say it right now he's a genius Robert, (laughs) robert i love you man you're a genius you're a great person you're kind hearted i love your mom your mom's angelic and i love both of you uh i owe everything to you guys all right now leave him alone (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) just playing Uh, so after this uh, do you have anything in the back of your head like back in my head you want to do a short or another movie Um, I definitely want to give it a minute before my next movie I want to spend another two years writing a script and I want to be something you know maybe something more professionally shot with actors that get paid and and more adult a more adult cast and more adult story Um, you know I'm currently developing this story called Captain Krusty's which (laughs) is basically about these two it is two middle school kids who are going through emotional turmoil Um, one of their aunts died Eyes and you know, it was like the only person in their family who he really liked. So him and he gets he convinces his friend to go with him to um out of sti- out of city to go to this new pizza place. Him and his aunt were going to go to. Trouble ensues. It's a really it, so it's, it's like really an adventure well to go to that. that it's an adventure place. to oh, go okay. there. I think I think like I don't know, way way back, Goonies, Kings of Summer kind of oh, thing. Okay. You know, uh, and then uh, like you know that's that's going to be really fun to make. So I'm working on that script right now. Uh, as far as short films, I have numerous short films i'm starting to make more mature films you know after stupidly happy i want to do films with less dialogue i want to do films with a more adult cast and more adult themes yeah because it it really um, it's more about the the body reaction yeah the whole oh yeah no the angle of it the body you know and you can kind of already see what's happening Mm -hmm. facial expression Mm -hmm. that's yeah the less dialogue yeah so i i you know i'm I'm trying to focus on making more more adult films and that's uh That's that's going to be fun, you know, because I'm exploring that. All these films have been exploring, like, me, you know, like, kind of how I've been growing and the generation I've been growing with and the adult things that I'm starting to learn. Um, so my films are going to get more adult, and I'm really excited for that. And then I have a documentary that I'm making about... Uh, one of my coworkers Ooh, at Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, uh, a coworker at Chuck E. Cheese who's a transgender male who makes music and 
uh, he's amazing. He's just a great person. So I'm going to do a documentary about him. Um, hopefully get that into some film festivals and kind of oh, get yeah. his story out there. He's I'm a rapper. I'm going to be tapping so, on yeah. the shoulder because I, I got a little documentary that I'm doing myself. But uh, anyways, so you, you gave yourself the pressure of June 2018 uh, with May. a movie. May. Oh, May. Now, I see right here the Hunted and Hunted. Because you have it on Instagram, uh-huh. which you can look up. It's The Hunt and Hunted, I guess. Yeah, yeah. The Hunt and Hunted. And uh, it, it right there it says June. So you're going to have to change that. So May already. Oh, oh yeah. Man. No, I need to change it. No, actually, uh, we're actually having conflicts with that, with the oh. release date, unfortunately. Because um, the idea was we released it at Maya Cinemas on May 2nd, which was perfectly fine because it was two days before Avengers Infinity War so all the theaters would be fine but then Infinity War bumped up a week so it, and uh, so we lost the date and so now I have to try to find a date in April um, that you know that I can slide into for my cinemas or I have to find a new theater um, so we're, we're struggling with that at the moment that's why I haven't really released any solid release dates anymore yeah. but as of right now the confirmed release date um, we have June 9th is, a, is the screening in LA for sure. And then the film will be released on YouTube July or August. And um, and that's whenever I feel like, you know, that's if I do more screenings oh, so that in July. Date, that pretty much, that June is for L.A., you can say. June is for L.A. June oh, is okay. for L.A. The local premiere, we might do it in Monterey. We might do it in Salinas. It depends on what theater we do, what the dates are. Yeah. Um, hopefully, so that'll hopefully be, yeah. Maya, if you're listening to Maya Cinema. <laughs> yeah, no. Because no, that's, that's where you yeah. say you, you grew up. And, and that, That's why I wanted yeah. to be there. But, you know... It, we're gonna have the premiere eventually, yeah. and uh, we're gonna get everyone down there. It's gonna be a big event, and the and we're trying to also set up more premieres or not premieres, more screenings like in Monterey and in Salinas. So, um, uh, and we're trying to get funding for that. So eventually, we'll start a GoFundMe and see if we can get any uh, funding for that. But yeah, then the film will be on YouTube in the fall. Johnny Rome. <laughs> you can go home now. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. We're, we're gonna. I, I want to go home. It's too beautiful it's today. Really all, nice. all this rain, man. Like, yeah. Well, anyways, uh, this is Rob G. Thank you for listening. Thank you for getting on the mic, Johnny. I thank really, you. really no, appreciate thank you for it. Me. I love it. And uh, best of luck on your movie. All right, thanks, man. Thanks. Cool. Bye, 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 bye.